What's good, everybody? Hope everybody's having a good time. Enjoyed your weekend. And now let's get into it and welcome back. So you can tell by what the description says, we're going to talk about the Obi-Wan trailer, the second trailer. So I had a chance to take a look at this second trailer and this trailer was the shit. The first one was okay, not to knock the first one, but this trailer really got me pumped up, really got me excited. I can't wait to see this series that's going to be debuting on the 27th of this month and about another week away. So for for those of you guys who don't know is that the Obi-Wan series is a limited series. This takes place after Revenge of the Sith where uh, Obi-Wan, he's going to find Luke Skywalker and going to be trying to protect him because the Empire and Vader is going to be after him. And the trailer has um, a lot of key things that's going to um, pull you into the story. And it's a lot of good uh, comebacks up in as well. Like one, when Obi-Wan is talking to Uncle Owen... And he tells Uncle Owen about Luke. He said, it's going to come a time where he must be trained. And Uncle Owen says, like you trained his father. And when I heard that, I was like, man, that wasn't a low blow. That was a slap to the face. That was a pimp slap that Uncle Owen gave him. Like, you know, and Obi-Wan was sitting there like days. You know how when somebody smack you and you just been a daze like, I can't believe he did that. That's how Obi-Wan was when Uncle Owen said that to him, like train him like you train his father. He was he pimp smacked his ass with that one. It was just in the days like, oh, wow, I, I don't know what to say, you know. And then the second one uh, was the young lady. What is her name? If I'm not mistaken, her name is Moses Ingram, if I'm not mistaken. She's on the Queen's Gambit. She's a. Uh, up and coming uh, actress, really good actress. I watched the Queen's Jam, well, the Queen's Gambit. I'm sorry, and she's really good in it. And she's in here also. She's playing a no nonsense, kick ass person with the dark side, and her personality and what she's doing in this trailer also got me hyped up because she's gonna be a no nonsense. Like I don't care what it takes to get them. Because in the trailer, when they're saying that, hey, we can't find him, she says, maybe you're looking in all the wrong places. And then she says, you know, I want every bounty hunter and every low life to squeeze him, not to find him, but to squeeze him. So she's just like, I don't give a fuck what we have to do. Find him. And then as it gets close to the end of the trailer, she's up there. With the lightsaber yelling at him saying, you can't win Obi-Wan, you can't escape him. And while she's saying that, you see where Vader is being put together. And then you hear that world famous breathing and Obi-Wan kind of lifts his heads up. And the trailer ends with that. So that lets me know that him and Vader are going to see each other again in this series. If I had to guess, I'm pretty sure since it's a limited series, that last uh, episode is where Obi-Wan and Vader is going to meet. And it's going to be more intense battle because if you remember Revenge of the Sith, uh, Obi-Wan got the best of Vader, Anakin, and 
he left him there on that uh, volcano planet where he was burned and the uh, emperor found him, Chandler found him and they was turning him into Vader. So this time I, I know that when Vader and Obi-Wan meet again, this is not going to be just like a regular intense battle. This is going to be a more intense battle because now it's personal. So I can't wait to see it. Uh, you guys, like I said, check out the Obi-Wan trailer. You're going to love it. Uh, leave your comments down below in the email and let me know what you thought about it. The next thing that we're going to talk about is Mortal Kombat. Yes, for those of y'all who didn't know, or if you did see it, the Mortal Kombat movie did come out uh, in 2021, earlier this year. And even though it didn't do so well at the box office, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty good uh, Mortal Kombat film from the other ones that was made. And it it kept my interest. And some people said they didn't like it, but what it did, it kind of... It was more of just introducing the characters and introducing what's going on. So when they move into the sequel and I was shocked that they are going to make a sequel because, you know, with most movies like this, when it's not what they thought it was going to be, they might be like, hey, you know what? We don't want to make a sequel. Just leave it alone. But they are going to make a sequel. It is confirmed that they are making a sequel. And the writer is Jeremy Slater. And he did an interview that said some interesting things about the second uh, Mortal Kombat. He said um, that the project, and while he wasn't revealing many details, he just said he's going to use lessons learned from the first movie to improve the sequel. And from what he was saying is as far as what worked in the last Mortal Kombat movie, Fans were generally happy to see some of the favorite characters in the story. And many of those characters showed off-game accurate fatalities, which fans love to see. It certainly won't be too surprising to see more of that in the forthcoming sequel. The other thing that we're fairly certain that we will see the sequel with Johnny Cage. Now, if you all didn't know, if you didn't see the last, if you didn't see the film, it ended with a poster of Johnny Cage. So, that pretty much gave the idea to the fan base that Johnny Cage is coming. And Johnny Cage is a very important character to the Mortal Kombat series. He's a very important character in the uh, video game. So if you know about Mortal Kombat, you know about Johnny Cage and fans are going to be really wanting to see him. Like I'm cause I'm, I'm a fan as well and I can't wait to see him. But also it says that, the question was, who is still a mystery about who's going to play Johnny Cage? And from what they were saying, the article written by MSB, MSBC, MSN, sorry, that Josh Harden, he was interested as well as the WWE's The Miz. So that's just what they're saying, but they have not confirmed who's going to play Johnny Cage and saying that he's with the script is going to be more fatalities. That right there is also going to be great because that means that I'm pretty sure they're going to introduce more characters. The fight scenes are going to be more intense, more fatalities, more blood, more kick ass. So I'm interested to see what the next 
uh, installment of this film series is going to be about and how they're going to build it up. But you guys leave me a comment and let me know what you think about this and how you think about this series. So moving on to the last thing is Friday the 13th. Now, uh, I don't, for those of y'all who don't know, who are Friday the 13th fans, and I know you've been wondering why we haven't really seen a Friday the 13th, what's going on, what's happening, tell us something. What's happening is that the Friday the 13th franchise, Victor Miller and Horror Inc., right along with Sean Cunningham, they have been in a very nasty legal battle for years about who gets the rights to Friday the 13th, who gets the rights to Jason Voorhees, all this sort of thing. And this has been going on for years. So that's why we have not seen a Friday the 13th film come out because of this nasty uh, legal battle. Excuse me. Sorry about that, guys. Had a little bit of a dry throat. Had to take a sip of the water. So, as I said, nasty legal battle with both of these guys. And it's really um, shocking in a way. Shocking because these two guys created the Friday the 13th franchise, you know, a long time ago when they did the first movie. But as how it always is in business, once money gets made, once success comes about, then it's like, okay, I did this, I did that, and it turns into a nasty legal battle. So the way that the court case ended some time ago is that Victor Miller, the guy who wrote the script, won the rights to Friday the 13th. But it's kind of tricky how it was split up. So I'm going to give you guys a school use right quick on how the rights went and explain to you what it means. So on one side, Victor Miller, he won his rights, but what he got in the end was everything in the first movie, Jason's organs, Camp Crystal Lake, Jason's mom, Jason's name, and Kid Jason. So what that means is that everything, every character that was in the first movie, he has the rights to that. Jason's organ story, he's got the rights today. So if he wants to do an organ story about Jason, he can do that. Camp Crystal Lake, Jason's mom, Jason's name, and the kid Jason. So those are all the rights that he those are the rights that he has to the Friday 13th franchise. So if he wants to make like an organ story, something about Jason's mom, Camp Crystal Lake, the kid Jason, he can do that. Now, on the other side, with Horror Inc., what they won in the uh, at the end of the court battle was they have the title Friday the 13th, Adult Jason, the Hockey Mask, and the Machete. So what that means is that they can make movies using the Friday the 13th name. They can make movies with the Adult Jason, also with him having the Hockey Mask and the Machete. So that's how the court case was won. But from what I'm hearing, Sean Cunningham and Horror Inc. is talking about trying to go back to court to try to fight this again to see if they can get uh, what Victor Miller has, which is means is going to be another nasty legal battle. We don't know for how long. And once again, us as the fans, we got to sit back and wait and wait and wait and wait.
which I think that what they need to do is they need to just sit down with each other to say, hey, look here, we both want the same thing. We want to make this movie. We want to make the franchise. We want to make money off this because at the end of the day, that's what it's about money. So why don't we just come together like we did in the beginning? Let's work out something on both sides so that we can be happy. We can make the bag and we can all walk away uh, in the end with something for each other. Now, how likely is that going to happen? I'm not sure. Because when you're dealing with money and court cases, things can get very well, things can get, but things have gotten very nasty between these two. And it's really sad because, as I said, these guys worked together to create the first Friday the 13th. And now they're at each other's throats. When to me, they just need to just go ahead and kill that shit, get in the room, sit down, work it out. Let's talk about it. Let's create something together. And that's it. So with all this going on, it's going to be interesting to see how this is going to pan out and how the ending result is going to be. I'm going to keep you guys updated on this. But right now, that's how it's looking. That's what's going on. And it's just to me, it's just nasty. And hopefully they can work this out. So. I want to thank you guys once again for tuning in. Uh, Leave your comments down below in the email. Let me know what you think about it, about the topics I discussed today. Whatever questions you want to ask me, let me know about that as well. Uh, Keep tuning in. Let your friends know about it. And until then, holla at your boy.